Welcome to Hindsight Hacking. I'm Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Cool. And we've talked to hundreds of entrepreneurs hacking their hindsight to give you better foresight. And now we're bringing you those same great interviews along with other mindset hacks, visibility hacks, traffic hacks, and more to get you all the tools you need to gain more visibility and gain more traffic. And of course, gain more sales. So head over to GetHHM.com forward slash toolbox to get all the free resources to help you get more. And so without further ado, let's get to it. All right. What is going on? And we are very lucky today, everyone, everyone listening, the one, the only Gina Van. Now, she scaled her previous company from 10K to 420K in the first year. Yes, that is incredible. A top 20 US business podcaster, but now more importantly, she helps free us overworked visionaries from the day-to-day operations of their business through systems, processes, and high-performing teams. But boy, are we in for a treat because this is Gina's first appearance on Hindsight Hacking. So pumped. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. It's always been my dream to be on this show. <laughs> no, it really has. I know that sounded sarcastic, but like I need it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Gina, we are excited to have you on. I know 2021 is going to be amazing for you. I know all the stuff you do firsthand, but some of our listeners might not know all the cool stuff or your backstory. So why don't you catch everyone up a little? Okay. Okay. Strap in. It's been a year for me, but we're going to go back a little further. So I used to be a chemical engineer um, stuck in corporate and okay. We won't jump into the hindsight yet, but I got something. All right. So I used to be an engineer. Um, <laughs> struggling with like a lot of mental health issues and I'm a really bad employee. I really like being the boss. So like I was always doing other things at my engineering job. Cause like they didn't have an onboarding manual. I was like, Oh, let's make an onboarding manual. And they're like, Hey, actually, you know, maybe like design pieces of equipment like we hired you for. And I'm like, okay, but what about this? And they're like, actually you're fired. So <laughs> so that was super fun. But actually before that, I took a really long vacation and maybe that had something to do with it because I took I took one year's vacation back to back with another year's vacation. And I went on this long trip to Asia and I actually had fallen in love with this crazy English guy and we were very entrepreneurial. So I was like, I'm going to quit my job anyway. And then that, that, like that next day they're like, actually you're fired. I'm like, actually I was going to quit. So, so it, I still cried a ton. So it was still very, you know, ego, ego deflating, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So, so then we started traveling the world and we were traveling for three years. So I, I like to call myself professionally homeless because I literally am homeless, but like a professional and I'm very good at being homeless. So I've been traveling through the last three years, um, starting businesses, you know, and my partner at the time had started his business and it really started to take off. Um, a little bit faster than my previous business had. So I was like, oh, you know what? Like we're in this together. Like it's me and you, babe. And so I jumped into the business with him. Hindsight, signed a contract. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So um, through the business, <laughs> scaled it, hired the most incredible, badass team you've ever met. They're like the best people and everyone wants to steal them because they're the best. Um, and uh, so 
Um, spoiler alert, relationship ended like six weeks ago. I'm doing fine. Thanks for asking. Um, and I lost everything I had. So the business was going really, really well with me and my previous partner. And we were, we were like living this dream life. By the way, is my backstory too long? Can I keep going? Keep going. Okay. You're dead. This is a show? Okay. Um, okay. So we were like living this dream life. Like we had settled down because like hashtag COVID, we were in Costa Rica and we had this beach house where you could look over the jungle and the ocean. And there was monkeys that would just like swing by. Like you just have a cup of coffee with some butterflies and hummingbirds and monkeys. It was just, it was amazing. And, you know, we had a chef because apparently I was spending too much time cooking and not enough time working. Um, and we also had like a housekeeper and I was just running the company and it was amazing. Um, okay, so relationship ended. I left within 48 hours, packed up everything I owned, flew home and now I'm in my parents' house um, starting my own business and like literally within a, just not even a whole month. This year is already the best year of my life. And I'm just so pumped. Um, okay, that's the backstory. You're all cut up now. Next question, please. <laughs> well, let's see. I don't know if I have enough time for the next question. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. No. <laughs> uh, you know, oh my gosh, you are a riot, by the way. And we we love you. We've we've loved you since we met. You've been the life of the party, and we are lucky to be around. Uh, so. Uh, you know, a year vacation followed by a year vacation. Yeah, you're probably not gonna not gonna yeah. succeed um, with that. Right. But uh, but walk us through walk us through that first year as as you and your previous partner built the company uh, as you as you officially joined to to really run the operations. Like what what were some of the things that you really started doing that changed it from the 10k to the 420? Oh, yeah, let's get actual up in here. Because the worst thing about a podcast is sometimes people just talk and tell stories. But it's like, that was great. I'm super entertained, Gina. You're hilarious. But like, I want to walk away with something. So like, let's get nitty gritty. Uh, the first thing, and I'm now going into other people's companies and doing the same thing, because I'm like, strangely good at it. Um, and very humble at the same time. Um, so the first thing, I'm oh, so, so, so humble. Don't hire me to be humble, hire me to run your business. Okay, um, so I, the first thing I do is like audit everything, like including documents, which is usually a huge shit show. Um, teams, I wanna know exactly what your team is doing. And if you don't have a sheet of roles and responsibilities of what every person in your company is doing and responsible for, I'm gonna guess there's a lot of miscommunication and also, which sounds like so dumb, but like installing meetings, instilling, implementing meetings, um, yearly, quarterly, monthly, weekly, and even at a daily level. So you're checking in and people are like, okay, but what do I talk about in a daily meeting? You need to be going over metrics and you need to be knowing your numbers. So, I mean, if you're running a podcast company like I did, you know, we were tracking, you know, how, of course sales, but we're also tracking like how many people launched their podcast this week because we were tracking things that were really important. We didn't just want people to buy our product and then like sayonara, you know, we wanted them to like, I want you to launch your show. And that's why we brought Ron in like as a coach, like we were tracking the number of people who actually took action. So knowing your numbers and like going over them on all the meetings was huge. So when I started, we didn't really have any kind of structure. Um, we weren't, you know, setting goals intentionally it was like cool it's time to you know put in a funnel you know oh it's time to start ads but like we weren't project based so 
what we did, and this is actually, you know, all credit goes to Alex Sharfin because he's absolutely brilliant. Um, but he tells you, you know, look at the five areas of your business. So you're going to analyze your lead generation. How's it going? What are you currently doing? What are the strengths and weaknesses of what you currently have in place? Then you're going to look at your lead nurture from the point where they opted into your list to the point right before they buy, you know, what is that process? Are you doing it well? Are they in a Facebook community? Do you send them emails? Like, how are you nurturing those leads? Then it's conversion is your third. So it's like that point of purchase. Is it on a webinar? Is it face-to-face? -face? Is it on a call? Is it an email? Whatever. Um, and then the fourth one is delivery. How are they getting that product? Is, you know, is it a physical product? You know, can I eat it? You know, is it a phone call? Is it a coaching session? Whatever. And then the fourth one is, the fifth one is, upsell, resell, retention, you know, are you selling the same people the next more of the next thing? Are they buying the next product? Can you upsell them immediately? So when you're analyzing those five core business functions, whatever you're like scoring low, it's like, oh, we're crap at lead generation right now. You know that for this next quarter, you need to be focusing all your products and goals into generating more leads or vice versa, whatever's scoring low. So that's kind of what we like started to install. And that's kind of what I'm doing with everyone else when I just start jumping into their business. That's a mouthful. No, but, but you know what? It's, it's, it's so important that people take the time to do those things. Right. So I have been a part of pretty much every single meeting you just said. Yes. <laughs> right. And, and I will, I also remember before those were implemented. Yes. Right. And it was night and day. It was a night and day shift and we were able to really say, okay, here's the stuff that's important and here's our KPI. And you were able to talk about that, but more importantly, everyone on the team, even the coaches knew the KPIs. Yes. Which is just as important as creating the KPIs and the meeting to have the KPIs. A hundred percent. And you knew that like, Hey, this is really important that we have these touch points and, you know, we're meeting and we're checking like, Ron, how's your team today? Is anyone struggling? Is anyone, you know, self-promoting like things that were important to us? Like we didn't want the group to be spam. So like we were always keeping an eye on certain different things. And that, that communication with your team is huge because I mean, I've gone into businesses and like, Oh, we haven't met for months. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like we need to have communication because all of your issues I can guarantee you are stemming from the lack of communication. Cool. Yes. All right. So Gina. Okay. What's, what's the next? All right. We're ready. I'm nervous. No, don't be nervous. No, I just, I want to actually talk about the hindsight. I'm going to ask you about hindsight uh, because there's so, many, there's so many, there's <laughs> <laughs> so, so many. I don't care if you're going to have your baby. Sorry, sorry. Is your all right. So hopefully anybody watching is at least getting a kick out of this one. <laughs> right. But, all right. High point 2020, we all know, like we, if we uh, knew then what we know now, we would have no problems. Right. So your, your suggestion for anybody that's in any kind of partnership, sign a contract, but walk us through, like what kind of contract, like what, when did you realize you needed it? When did uh, you know, did it work out like to kind of walk us through that whole point of why the contract, what, what's going on with that. Right. Okay. So I don't know anything about contracts and if I did, I probably would have signed one. Um, but definitely just communicating responsibilities was a huge thing working in the partnership at first. Um, and especially if you're both very type a, like I'm very type a, he was very type a 
And there was a lot of, you know, communication issues at first, like who is doing what and getting, you know, the person to trust you with that part of the business, which which is pretty difficult, especially if, you know, that person started the business and they may not see you as like an equal per se. So that's a little bit difficult. Um, even if you're doing consulting work, it's hard because the, the person doesn't want to let go of the reins. Um, so if you are that person who's hiring, um, the best thing that I can tell you in hiring anyone or your team, because I do a ton, a ton of hiring. And I mean, my the team is incredible to the point where when I left, they all said, hey, we want to come with you. And I said, I don't, I'm, I don't even have a job right now. And they're like, no, we'll work for free and follow you until you're built up. Like that to me is like the biggest compliment I have ever received in my entire life. And I could die now and just be so thankful for them. Um, because I mean, people just don't say that. So when you're hiring a team, it's because, and I've, I've asked them like, why, why do you feel this way? And they're like, you always like want to hear our opinion and you always are like genuinely concerned or, you know, you want to hear our ideas because we're part of the conversation. I don't treat, you know, hires as like, oh, you're just my VA. You can just send my Zoom videos out and like upload this. And, you know, it's like, hey, like you are extension of my team. And I am so thankful every day for you. Um, so stuff like that, just seeing them as, I don't, it sounds so, so cheesy, but seeing them as equals because um, they are. Um, yeah, I don't know. What was the question? Hindsight. Okay. Sign a contract loving on your team um i always ask them like if you know a better faster way to do something we're all about optimization i want to know about it i won't get <sighs> okay this is not this is not a self-help session but like if some if you <laughs> we're like good friends so this could go either way um <laughs> <laughs> right it's, it's all good recorded okay um <laughs> um if your team comes with you for a better faster way of doing something like take a look at it. Don't just discredit it just because you're used to one way. Um, and I think that that's really huge, especially because visionaries, like they have amazing, incredible ideas. And like, I'm not very much a visionary as I am an integrator and a manager type personality. Um, so I'm always down to like try new programs or like tweak things. But I know for visionaries like you guys, it, it can, it can be difficult. And I see that day to day now. So. No, I, that is, that is amazingly true. Uh, so many good things that if people just paid attention to what you said, especially like, it, it's funny because we hire people. We were hired to do something and it was around artwork. I kind of know something about artwork. This person, did not. this person did not. And literally we went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for months. And I was going nuts. I was like, I don't understand. Like the, your first one was awesome. Why don't you go into Canva and just draw something up and send it to me? And that person did it. And I turned around and sent it right back. I said, there you go. I didn't touch it. Didn't touch it. Didn't change it. Didn't do anything. And they're like, well, what's that? I go, that's the equivalent of you hiring an expert and not actually letting the expert do anything oh. <laughs> that you hired them to do. And I think a lot of people, in the entrepreneurial space. And look, I'm just as guilty. Like Corey knows, like we'll hire someone and it's like, I, I want them to do social media, how I want them to do social media. But guess what? I suck at social media. So why, why can't I let it go? Right? So I think it's important that people understand you hire people for a reason, listen to their voices, because guess what? Sometimes 
sometimes, 98% of the time, they have a better way of doing it because they are the subject matter expert of their small thing. A hundred, hundred percent. And like, sometimes if you have a way that's been working for you and you know, you can communicate that, but I always, am like, if you know a better, faster way, let me know. Cause we'll do it or we'll try it at least. Or if you've heard something like Marge is the reason why I'm like killing it in monday.com right now. Sorry, Marge is my assistant, but like, like she had brought on that to the team. She's like, I heard about this. We should try it. And I was like, okay. And like, I love it so much. So like, just, I don't know, just like listen to people. I don't know. What do I know? Well, I mean, I think all of us want to grow to, I want to grow with people. Right. And so, I mean, and Ron and I, we've worked together in, in regular jobs or, and, and we actually had employees. And at the end of the day, like, I just wanted people to grow in that position, whether they were an entrepreneur or an employee. And I wanted to trust them to do it. I wanted to hire the people to trust them to do it. I didn't, once you know what you're supposed to do, like, I don't want to think about it again. And if I can't trust you to do it, then why did I e, hire you or B, am I paying you? Right. And, and so that, that's the beauty of when you're bringing these people on board to help, like it's hard. I almost feel like it's harder in this entrepreneurial space to actually let it go. Cause now it's our baby versus like a job where you're just a cog in the wheel as well. Right. So now that you're dealing with on, with multiple entrepreneurs, instead of just, just one, like where, where's that going? Like, how are you getting some of us crazies or maybe like Ron crazies out to let go and to, to do things that you're, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> to do things that you're actually like hoping that they'll do. Uh, I mean, obviously the humble brag, you've got your authority, but it's still their business because they're hiring you uh, to help them. But, you know, I know we, we've hired people and then not followed that advice before. So like, what, what's your stance on that? That's a really, like, really good question. You know, like people say like, oh, that's a good question. And like, they don't mean it. No, but that was like a really good question. Okay. Um, I it's been difficult because obviously I'm young and even there's like nuances of just being a woman that like comes up sometimes, you know, um, but taking advice from someone who's young, um, but showing them why I explain why a lot, like why we're doing this. So I'm kind of selling them every idea, even though they've already paid me, you know, like I'm already doing it, but I'm selling the reason why. And I'm also bringing up the fact that because they didn't do this in the first time, that's why they're having all these issues. So I'm kind of communicating why and then why not as well. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, but so far, it's been pretty good. People, The people I've um, been working with have trusted me, um, but also because they've seen what I've done in the past. Um, and I'm showing up. So, I mean, there's a ton of horror stories out there with like hiring someone who says, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And you're like, oh, thank God. And then they don't do it. So following through is really huge. And then going above and beyond um, is making it easier. So I, I'm not like fighting to, you know, to get my way, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? No, it absolutely makes sense. Make sense. Okay, good. Yeah. Do you accept yeah. my answer? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I think, I think it's I think it's crazy how um the it, look I, it is a definite skill for someone to be able to understand systems and implement systems right and for me I I love systems I can implement systems but I am a visionary right person 
So I can implement systems for other people all day long. I get bored and I don't want to run them. Right. And that's just, that's just honest. That's just honesty. Right. And so you have to, and I've said this for years and years and years and Corey knows you have to surround yourself with the right people in order. If you look at your, your business, like a cog and for everyone watching on Facebook, I have a big circle. And if one person leaves, it doesn't break the wheel. You can can roll with a flat tire for a little bit until you replace the little cog in the wheel. But if you're doing all of it, or I don't know, you want a day off, guess what happens? Like your business stops. It just stops. Right. And it's important to have the systems in place with the right people in place to do it with the right visionary system creator to put them in place. A hundred percent. I always say if your business can't run without you, you don't own a business. You just own a really fancy job. Yep. So if, you know, putting in those systems or getting the right people to hire them. I mean, I'm not in a position where I want to work with one person forever, but I love coming in, learning your mess. And I'm like a sicko because like my parents, oh my God, I hope they never hear this episode. Um, They're like low key hoarders. Like, oh my God, they're going, they're going to kill me. Okay, change right my name you. for this episode. They're like listening at the door with a cut. Um, I have a sign on my door that says, go away. I'm recording. Like I'm 15 again. It's so oh fun. My gosh. Um, oh you can my probably gosh. hear them yelling in the background if you listen really close. Um, okay, so what were we saying? Um, oh, they're hoarders. And my mom was like, she's like, oh. I wish I had a space in the basement to do my art stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah. And I clean out the basement. I love like clearing out all the mess. And that's kind of like what I do for business. Like I go in and like clear out all the mess and I build structure and it's like nice and neat. So I love coming in and like clearing, cleaning out the mess, but then, you know, hiring people, replacing myself. And then like your business is good. I don't know if any of that made sense, but it it. Me. Yeah. so how, you know, you were pretty quick. You you came home and and you you pivoted. Wait, and I got COVID in that time. Okay. Yes. Okay. That is true. We got COVID on the way home to our new life and got COVID immediately uh, and literally died, but came back uh, to life to crush twenty twenty one. Yeah, that's what it looks like. So so you came back. You got COVID. You still had the wherewithal to figure out the next direction, the next step. You know, in a previous life, you used to help with some events and, and kind of some planning in that respect. Um, and, and what made you kind of really decide to go this route? Like, what was the actual, like, no, this is this is where I want to go. This is what I want to do. And, and uh, you know, I'm going to start talking to people about this and, and getting out there. That's a good question, too. Um, I have always done this. And I misinterpreted my superpower as running events to like just running. I mean, not physically running because like I don't do that. This body doesn't run. But you know, <laughs> running things, like organization in general. Um, and I thought it was because I was running events, hiring people, but I was just actually good at you know anything executional. I really, I know most visionaries like really get hyped up about ideas, but I get really hyped up over like execution of them. Um, so I just realized that I really liked it. Like I really like waking up. Like I used to wake up and be like, "Ugh, another day to live through. And now I'm like, I get to wake up and fix people's mess. And I'm like super pumped about it. And like, it's just fat. It's just so fun because I can see progress and I can literally see my clients stress and overwhelm and like tr- distrust just 
melting because we're actually doing what we say. Um, things are in place. You can find things like just things are working again because it doesn't have to be that hard. And I've heard like four people tell me like, if this doesn't work, I'm just leaving. Like it doesn't, it shouldn't be this hard. And like, it shouldn't be this hard because you're trying to replicate your success every single time. Yeah, that is so true. And <clears throat> I think what's what's interesting is there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that I think that's how they judge success is how many times they could replicate the same thing. And I think that for me, that's, that's like stress. Like I don't want to keep having to replicate the exact same thing. I want, I want no. it to naturally come to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I completely agree. And um, I don't know what I was going. I just thought I should say more. And now the sentence is not stopping. So Michael Scott. Now it's Corey's turn. See, this is how this works. So <laughs> I talked, then you. you talked, and now it's back to Corey. It's yeah, you know, if I, I can I can get a conversation started. I just can't carry it forward. That's that's my problem. So I got you both here. So all right. All right, Gina. So you now you, you know the world of podcasting, you know the world of of getting out there, whether it's emails or just just being visible, right? Like so what's What's your visibility plan for this new adventure? Where's, you know, from a building of a website to doing another podcast or where, where, where's your plan? Well, I'm going to hire hindsight hacking media to do all of that for me. <laughs> wow. Boom. So easy. <laughs> you can clean up our mess and then we'll uh, do your visibility. Right. right. I've actually had to stop doing money meditations in the morning because like too many people want me to like work with them, which sounds so crazy because literally I was ugly crying and like laying in my own throw up like six weeks ago, like try and like imagine like what my life was going to be like. And it's just, it's been amazing. So um, my, my work right now is just getting my hands dirty and just serving people at the highest level that I can physically serve them at. And then I'm not really even worried about visibility right now, um, just because it's so early days. And I, like, I don't want to have a waiting list, but like low key, like have people like in the wings, um, which sounds so like unmodest. But I mean, I just I'm not ready for, and I'm not ready for that growth yet. I just want to serve and just make the best products that I can, and then eventually turn it into a course and scale that. But yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. That's and the goal. I, think, I think that's the other piece that's important, right? You have to serve your clients. You have to do what you say you're going to do, or not only do you not get referrals from those clients, but like your business dies very quickly. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I had something so, to say, but I forgot. So yeah, it's all good. It's all good. So <laughs> who do you have? Do you have? Do you have a way for people to like get you on? Uh, How's that working? I forgot about that. I forgot about that part. Um, you can find me at www. Um, uh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, let me like look up my. I forgot about that. It's been a long time since I've done this. Okay, Facebook.com slash the real Gina Suzanne. Um, so you can, you can find me there or like, because I'm not taking clients right now, but I am like down to chat about anything system related. Actually, right before this, literally just whip this lady into shape in 20 minutes. 
Um, so you can sign up for like a discovery call. Like I'm not even going to pitch you because I, I physically can't right now. Um, and it's just calendly.com slash Gina Suzanne slash discovery. I don't know if that helps, but like, I'm always down to like share, share the good word. Yeah, definitely. And you know, that's uh, the, the people that are out there to serve and the people that are willing to like, Oh, you just, you want a little bit of value I can give you for free. Absolutely. I'm down. I don't care how busy I am. I'll take a minute and, and see if I can help you. Right. Like I love that. And that's why your calendar is full because you're out there ready to serve. And it doesn't necessarily matter if it's, if it's, if you're getting paid or not. Right. Like, and then the, the money comes to you, right? Like the money is the after effect. And, you know, Ron and I are the same. Like it's when we started doing something of, of pure give, the next thing you know, there's $20,000 in referral money coming our way from this one client that Ron gave like three hours to. Like that's that's just kind of the thing when you don't even, don't expect it and you just happen to go out there with the attitude of giving and serving, then then the right people find you and the right people bring you on. And so I love that you're already full uh, because you were given uh, probably for the last few years in, in ways that you know, you weren't getting paid. So uh, amazing, good, amazing job. So thanks guys. You, honestly, I know this also sounds cheesy, but like you guys inspire me to do that because I see just your good nature. And I'm like, I just want to be like that person that people trust as like a good, a good person. So thanks for that inspiration for reals, for reals. Uh, we are excited to have you on the show and we're excited to help funnel anybody that needs just their brain worked on just a little bit to help them just a little bit and all that stuff will be uh, in the show notes. Perfect. Guys, it's been a blast. Thank you so, so much for having me on. And can I come back one day? Cause I, I want to come back. Yeah. If I ask you on air, you have to say yes. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I use that trick all the time actually. So, right. Right. but so we, we, I think we tried to get you on around the time we launched our podcast, and Gina was too busy for us. So Gina was too busy for the to be able to come on now. Okay, but like also, like I know people aren't going to believe this, but I'm very, very introverted. So I have to be in a really good place to be on an interview. So I hype myself up before this. Um, I the tiger whole thing, yeah. So nice. I have to be in a good place to do an interview because I'm, I'm a little shy. <laughs> you still have you have a, a podcast persona like right? is it is it the a music that you can like, yeah. yeah my persona is lizzo so you know nice nice yeah. all right gina we appreciate you coming on today and uh, we'll talk soon thank you right. bye gina Whew. all right everyone you know if you didn't laugh at all through that and something's wrong with you because it is an absolute blast. And I know she find a new show. Like if you didn't laugh, like find a new show. Right. <laughs> you know, even met, meeting in person, she's the same way. She's a, a ball of energy and, uh, and, and a wealth of knowledge. So I assume Ron, you might've gleaned one or two bits of information, uh, one or two takeaways that you might have for the audience. Cause if you don't, I got you covered. my friend. I, I got, I got some. It was funny because I kind of got caught up in the interview and I forgot I was supposed to be taking notes, which is a bad situation for two takeaways. When you're laughing too much, sometimes you write notes on laughter. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to say a couple that are important. One, 
if you have a team, it's a team for a reason and get everyone's opinion that's involved in the team. Because again, you know, I'm going to go back when I worked at Starbucks, right? <clears throat> As the district manager, I'm not going to train someone on bar that does bar all the time. It's my job to give them guide rails, but if they have a better way of doing things, they're the subject matter expert on the bar, not me, right? It's my job to ask the right questions to get the wheel going in the right direction so then the business can grow. And I think entrepreneurs forget that piece of it. So I think if you have a team, opinions matter, ask the right things. It doesn't mean you have to go with everything that's thrown out there, but guess what? One might be, ironically, better than what you could think of. So that's one. Two, serve people at the highest way you possibly can and good things will happen. Yes, uh, absolutely. And, you know, I, I was, I had a couple of notes myself. And so I don't care what you have. Uh, too bad. <laughs> you're, you're not in charge of me. Uh, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, we, we often in this world, we, we are in sales, right? We automatically try to sell a client or someone to come to us to, to let us do work or whatever it might be Buy your thing, right? Like you're always in sales, but uh, Gina made a comment about she is selling the why mm -hmm. on every idea. So she's already been paid. She could just give her her ideas and walk away, but no, she is in the per mindset of basically selling every idea. So, uh, you know, anybody in a course, the people that are going through your program, your course, your coaching, like you got to not only they bought into why and into the program from a starting point, but each task, each step, each, you know, pillar or whatever in the, the process, they've got to understand the why. And so, it, you know, from a, a perspective of a coach or anybody, you've got to actually sell the why with each idea. So Gina, I love that. I love the, the energy. I love the actual laughter that we get on the show. And uh, Vamsi agrees, our best guest come on because he's in the future about to go to sleep. And uh, <laughs> Ron, I'm not going to the future. So, all right, everyone, you know what? Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching and Facebook, YouTube. You can find us anywhere. Uh, this show will be live here in a few days on iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Google, Stitcher, wherever you might listen to your favorite podcast, but definitely come on let us know what you think. Uh, leave a review, uh, rate us, subscribe, download, whatever you want to do, and uh, you will uh, get back to you soon. Absolutely, guys. And uh, thank you for being the best part of the Hindsight Hackers community. <laughs>